Hello everybody and welcome back to the uh, podcast. I hope you're all doing well. Tonight I am joined by the man, the myth, the gravy stain, the legendary beard. How you doing everyone? And he's so thrilled to be here tonight, isn't he guys? This week we're going to try something a bit different. We are looking at the necromantic team, the Scooby-Doo villains. But we're going to try and look at it through the lens of the new Blood Bowl edition. Are you alright with that beard? I am. I've got my list ready to go. I've I've gone for some skill-ups, and uh, I'll see what you think and what I think, and we'll see we'll see what the, what the fans think as well. So we've introduced ourselves. Beard, have we got anybody you want to shout out this week? Uh, just our usual guys that we shout out to, Blood Bowl Grud. Uh, thank you for pushing us through Twitter and Instagram, and uh, Ginger Noob as well for your uh, for your contributions to giving it giving our name a push. By you, Jay, anybody you want to shout out to? Well, you beat me to where with them too. But I will also shout out to Shaolin Chainsaw. I also want to give a shout out to a member of my club that is looking to join in with the Blood Bowl action after lockdown is lifted. And that's Connor. I've uh, pushed upon him the Dark Elves. I said, there you go, I don't want him. You've got to leave him. So he's got Dark Elves he's going to try and learn with. I hope he enjoys them. Another filthy elf player. He's not a filthy elf. But yeah, he's probably going to call him Leroy Jenkins and just run at people because uh, he's up for a laugh. I played him at more cry and he's just that uh, will do anything just for a laugh it's great he's playing else he's gonna deserve everything he gets out of this game now yeah from leeds and we still don't give you as much shit as you deserve <laughs> yeah and i also want to shout out to strange bunny paintings as well because i forgot to tell him he told me a florida man story and when uh, we go out of this section into the next section i'll tell you about it yeah he was a he was a good horse when i played him and he gave us a good he gave us a good review as well so i want to say thank you to him and he is on twitter so if you want to watch any streams that he does become a follower on there and I think that's it there's nothing new and oh there is something new Welsh lockdown isn't it we uh, can't we can't go further than our front doors lately nope we're back in uh, back in another lockdown and uh, not going out so I, d- I did manage to get a game in at Merthyr League which I lost all of 1-0 uh, against a secret league Skaven team with my halflings which the people like the bunch I played with great bunch of guys shame it's we've gone back into lockdown because uh, it was an elementals team as well there was an elf player as a dwarf player um it was, it was it was a good good evening that we had until proceedings got shut down by a fire alarm yes yeah, shame that's going on so we might be moving that online but no not a right lot going on how are you getting on with your hobby commitment jay oh fucking useless but i i'm not going to say yeah i'm going to tell you in the next episode I, I said my commitments and didn't stay anywhere near them. So, so you're stalling for time is what you're saying? No, it's it's absolute shit if I'm honest. It's I I said what was it? A troll and I said half a Scotland team, didn't I? You did. Yeah. The troll was done. I won't tell you what the rest. I'll tell you about that next time. But yeah, I got the classic hobby ADHD. I think a few of us have got that to be honest. Yeah, this I gotta try next year now to stick to these commitments because we're gonna have a few more of these hobby sections but we're getting sidetracked again aren't we we are indeed that's what local lockdowns do too you have you have like a month of local lockdowns and then you get stuck into a full welsh one fucking annoying i don't feel like i've seen anybody for ages man if it wasn't for everybody on twitter i would i think i would have gone mad (laughs) and then you already are yeah that's the intro the rambling intro tournament talk there's nothing really on the horizon now. We are in a position now where there's a lot that was supposed to be going on, like Food Bowl, the Kaidith Cup, and a few others around the country that have had to postpone until next year because of, like we said, Welsh lockdown, and there's a few local lockdowns in England. I think, was it Scotland Island also in a full lockdown for 17 days? Something like that, yeah. Not going very well at the moment. Perhaps uh, when we're all out of this uh, lockdown, we'll all be in the new edition. I think we might be at this, right? Oh, it's getting, it's getting bad, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to start trying to learn how to uh, do it over Discord. Just have a game with someone. I don't even care if I do it with like pennies on the pitch. And that was... Uh, I just gotta have a camera, Discord, and see if somebody will play me. I'm sure I can give you a go at that, and we'll see what happens. The only problem is, right? I got a bit worried when you started that, then because, uh, well, I'm sure I could sort it. You sounded like a like, 70s porn star, then. Look, in all my years of watching porn, I've never seen him fix that fucking sink. Well, why do you think that everyone gets fucking called back out? Clearly, need to hire a better fucking plumber. This is where we'll have a fan that is a sink porn addict. 
they they do have copies of ones where the sinks are fixed. A sink porn addict. That's what you're oh, calling there's, it, is there's, it? There's, there's fetishes out there for everyone. What are you into? I'm into hentai. I'm in. I'm into uh, milf. I'm into sink. Right, I'm never checking your bros in history, but I'll tell you what I know. You say that, Jay, have you been up to B&Q up in Merthyr? Usually a bloke up there on a Saturday with his hands down his trousers walking around the sink aisle, and it ain't me. Oh, you've got an accomplice of him. <laughs> Damn, you found me out. I tend to not go to Merthyr anyway, because you all kind of, I don't mean this nasty, they all kind of look the same. They all look like they come from the same great, 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 great grandfather. But not alienate as many viewers as I can. And not from around you. I, I, I can't say that. I'm not from around you. Oh, no, you're not from around you. Right. <laughs> I've been in Wales too long now. I'm Welsh when he wants it, when he wants to be Welsh. And then he's like, oh, I'm not from around you. Oh, couldn't, couldn't think of anything worse. I only came down here for the wife. <laughs> right then. Tournament talk is cancelled. So do you want to go straight into Kickstarter corner, my friend? I do. We've had some contact. I'm sure you may have uh, seen this through other outlets as well by a, a group called Hogs of War. Uh, it's a new miniatures brand based in Spain and we're going to be focusing on their Kickstarter this week because it's really right, really, really nice run of miniatures they've got with a couple of different variations depending on what team you want to buy. So I thought uh, this month, sorry, we'd go a bit more in depth. Uh, with just the one Kickstarter. They've got th- effectively three teams made up from the same range of miniatures that they're making. So they've got you covered if you want a human team. They've got you covered if you want effectively Old World Alliance team and a royalty team as well. So you can run Bretonians as well. I know Bretonians are no longer a thing and you can have human nobility instead. Whatever you want to call them these days. I'd, I'll forever be stuck in Blood Bowl 2016. So there's um, there's quite a range of miniatures coming out. So if I, if I run through what they've got, they, they do have this up on Kickstarter. It is live now and we're actually aiming to have this episode out while the Kickstarter is still live. There's 12 days to go at the point where we're recording this. So hopefully we'll have it out by a time there's still time for you to jump on board with this so running through the miniatures then there is one ogre there is four bodyguards and bear in mind each one of these that i run through they all have separate castings as well so the ogre has separate heads now these the theme is conquistadors so spanish sort of inquisition spanish militia so they're, they're really really tastefully done um so the ogre has an alternative head with a hat or with an eye patch and then there's four bodyguards with feathered helms they all look very very well posed you've got one who's uh one who's punching somebody out, one who's punching somebody down, one who's uh, taunting the opposition, and one who's getting ready to throw a punch. You've then got five dwarves. Within the dwarves, you've got a runner, a troll slayer, uh, you've got a blitzer, and you've got two linemen. Again, there's feathered helms, mohawks in line with the dwarves. There's plaited beards in there. Again, they're all looking like they're, they're in the middle of the action. And then there's, there's two halflings. Again, one looks like he's either caught the ball or he's about to throw the ball, and the other looks like he's uh, on the charge. Again, another feathered helm. And you've got two catchers, and looking at these catchers, you can see they're taking a bit of inspiration from the range of human catchers and elf catchers with a couple of poses, but they do look great. Again, a couple of throwers, one lining up a pass and one debating where he's going to throw it. And then you've got four blitzers, and then you've got seven linemen. Now, the, uh, the, the team options that you have, looking at the price range, one single team, you're looking at 72 euro, uh, 72 euros for the metal and 77 for the resin, plus six dollars for your first star, uh, six euros, sorry, for your first star player. Now those three teams are the same price. So whether you go with the royalty, whether you go with your old world, your light alliance, or whether you go with the human team, and they're each 16 models. Now you can go for all 27 models in the range. Uh, you'd be looking outside of 72 hours, you're looking at 115 euros or 100 metal plus six euros for star player. Or in resin, 125 euros plus six euros for star player for the full range. Then you can play them all. Now, they've got a few add-ons already out there and a few bonus unlocks. So the first 72 hours free perk. I want to say the star player could easily stand in as Rumbelo looking at it. What do you think? It's the guy with the uh, guy inside the chicken outfit, is it? It is. It is. It looks like two two halflings. One sat on top of the other with a spanner in his hand. And the guy underneath looks a bit like a chicken, yep. Of course. And I think that's what... Rumpelo deserves is a, a man in a chicken outfit. I I, I agree. And ride that bitch all night. <laughs> now some of the unlocks we've got already. Uh, we've got El Espanol, which for me I would run as a coach if I, as, as a side model. And then there is the uh, Totadada, which I'm going to go with a priest or a wizard. Do you say his name again? The Totadada. 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 
my my Spanish is garbage. Apologies to any Spanish listeners that we have. So with the uh, with the unlock so far, then we've got the two ogres hats. So you get two additional ogre heads. Looking at where we are in terms of unlocks, we are some way off that yet because that's at eight thousand uh, eight thousand pounds so far. We're on five thousand two hundred. At ten thousand, there will be a free chainsaw star player. Twelve thousand will be an apothecary unlock for five euros. Fourteen thousand, there'll be a Carla von Kill for free. Sixteen thousand, there'll be a referee again for five euros. Eighteen thousand, if the kickstart hits that figure, there'll be a free Miguel Zug, which I think is meant to be the Spanish mighty Zug. And they've promised if they hit twenty grand, there's more stretch goals coming. So by the sounds of it, they've got a few more things lined up there. I'm gonna say no because I kind of got some insider knowledge that one of the stretch goals coming up is they're modeling a tree man. Ooh, very nice. I can't wait to see that because it's. I think it's being finished up as we speak. So possibly by the time this comes out, it was either be announced or soon to be announced, and we get all get to see the look on that model. We all know it doesn't matter if it's just a twig, two berries, and that's it. It's still better than that fucking GW one. Oh, it is the GW tree man is garbage. I think. I think somebody literally putting a pot plant on a, on the pitch would be better than a GW uh, tree man. I let I let you finish this. I I I just I don't want to get into it with the tree man thing for GW. I don't. I just I can't. I think I think words have failed you with that. So um, the shipping on this. Don't forget you got your shipping on top of these prices. So if it's within Spain, six euros for you. So coming to us in Wales, Germany, Italy, Nordic countries where I know we've got listeners at fifteen euros and rest of the world so if it's making its way to our australian listeners or american listeners it's 18 euros and they do supply you with 32 mil wood round bases already pre-slotted and it looks like their models uh, some of them will have slots on them so uh, i think the ogre doesn't the rest looking at the rest of the models all have slots on the castings so they'd be nice and easy to fit onto the uh, the bases that come supplied with it as well i've been strongly debating getting on board with these i get paid before it finishes and i'm thinking about jumping on and pledging for a team for this okay and like you said is if you get all 27 models wasn't it yep if you get all 27 models that's three complete teams and big guy yep so for that for that price you were getting three teams which perhaps is me i think that's an unbelievable saving i i agree i think you're right and you pick up these three teams and you know as soon as they painted you're gonna win every game because nobody expects a Spanish Inquisition. I was expecting the joke, but no, I, I'm, I'm more than happy to give these guys a push. Hogs of War, they, they've, they've got a really good campaign going. In terms of the comments, they've had a few people asking questions already, and they are looking at it. They're replying same day as well. So if you're like me when I, when I've done Kickstarters in the past, they're reacting pretty quick to people as well. So I strongly looking at one of these teams. I haven't decided which yet. I, I was debating a Bretonians team before they disappeared out of the new book. That's why. I've got going on in Kickstarter Corner this month. What are your thoughts to this range then, Jay? Senor, I think they're amazing models. If I was looking to start a humans team or Old World Alliance team, I would jump on this straight away. But as I said in the last edition, I've got so much at the moment I want to paint. I'm not looking to pick up anything new at the moment. And I also said it's probably going to be Black Oak next year. So well, I, I've run it by the missus from Del Monte, and she's saying maybe yes. The mi- oh, see, like, if you were running past the man, he would have said yes. Exactly. Past the missus, she had nothing about her. <laughs> Depends on where we are Christmas Christmas budget wise with lockdowns and what have you. That's my thing now as well because I'm like, oh, seeing the prices of the Warcry catacombs because what was that? That's like 125 pound and. I was like, oh, that's a bit pricey. Did you did you see the 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 live show they done where they showed you what's in the Blood Bowl 2020 box? I did. I saw the, the back end of it. Yeah. Yeah. There's like twice as much plastic in it, and I'm like, I really want to know what that price is now because can I ju- can I justify spending that on myself this close to Christmas or my grafting sell a kidney? Hmm. And what are we talking about anyway? Warcry. What fucking games are these? Uh, these are, this is a Blood Bowl channel for Blood Bowl people. Exactly. Exactly. No. This should have this discussion should have been in the hobby corner earlier. We are going to go to a break now, and we are going to come back, and we're going to talk the necromantic team. Be with us as we're going to be trying out a new format for the teams and the breakdown of the skills. So I hope you will give us feedback then on what you think of it. So see you after this musical interlude. (laughs) 
welcome back from the break, guys. Uh, we're going to be moving back to our usual uh, format now. We've had a couple of sessions of having a chat about the new edition, and we've decided we're going to give Necromantic a go, and we're going to do our usual have a talk through the teams, the positionals, their stats, their costs, uh, what skills we give them, avoiding the usual blodge. And then we've both built a team for a million gold pieces, what we do in terms of uh, starting league team. And we'll, we'll go through that. As, as normal, we've taken into account the, the new skill upgrades uh, and what you can take as first and secondary skills, and we'll uh, we'll run through those now, Jay. How does that sound? That sounds tiny, my friend. But before we get started, what's your opinion on the models that GW have previewed? Oh, I, I'll be honest with you, I'm not not a big lover of these. They, they look a bit too Scooby-Doo villain for me. Is that just one or two models, or is it the whole team? <sighs> more one or two models so the the, the wraiths the bed sheets i'm not a big lover of the flesh golem again and I, I i don't know it looks too it looks like velma and the guy are going to turn up and sort of like rip his face off when it turns out it was a creepy old janitor again the ghoul runner with half a pumpkin on his head it's not really my aesthetic don't get me wrong i th- I, I think they've picked a theme and gone for it you know the the uh the, the strip they've gone with of the orange and black stripes looks great pa- the painting artwork looks great i just models wise aesthetically for me it's not my kind of aesthetic that i would go for but they've gone with a team theme and stuck to it what do you think i kind of like the ghoul runner with the pumpkin helmet to me he looks a little cheeky chappy he looks like he he knows he's gonna fuck up your game i kind of like that bed sheets i'm a little bit i'm a little bit thing about them myself i think oh, perhaps that's the aesthetic pushed too far i think it's a bit of a cop out is that for me yeah but i think that's easily sorted so you could easily swap in night haunt models oh yeah easily so you could do that if you don't like that aesthetic but i was speaking to griff about this whole aesthetic thing because because i was the same i was like i am not sure whether i like the way it's going because it looks like everything's going that bit of more cartoony and i and i was on the fence with these guys and griff pointed out to me and he's totally right with it he said the spikes i think after number seven started going from proper pictures to like these cartoony drawings and it looks like that aesthetic, the the more the comedy aspect, is what GW is going to try and push more and more for. Because these are probably going to look like, you know, the cartoon pictures in Spike. And if that's what they want to do, go for it. But I noticed it more when they dropped the halflings. And with all the pictures of the tree men in there. And they, and they had very stunty tree men in there. Didn't look any bigger than a bush. They're going to say a bushman more than tree men. Yeah, and then when GWS previewed the treatment, they were like, oh, this is what it looks like. And you're like, oh, he's a little bit too short for my liking. But everyone everyone uh, got a model they like some way, haven't they? They have. But we're not here just to talk models. We've got to talk about the team. So in the new edition, Necromantic are going to be classed as a tier two team. The uh, re-rolls are going to cost 70,000 gold pieces. And they don't have an apothecary because they have access to a mortuary assistant, which is basically the necromantic and undead version of an apothecary. It's the old ego rule, basically. Yep. And the team now does have a special rule. It has the Sylvanian Spotlight, which is the all-encompassing rule of what star players can interact with this team. So because of Sylvanian Spotlight... They have access to the likes of Gretchen Skrull in the normal rulebook. And there is a rumour that Bryce the Slice, Frankenstein and Wilhelm Cheney may appear in the spike. Because I think his name was Commissioner on uh, Twitter. He was digging into the new and updated Blood Bowl site. And there seemed to be a lot of pictures of star players from yesteryear appearing in the necromantic theme so that's something to look out for i'm not saying it is going to happen but that's possibly going to happen and the second special rule they have is masters of undeath beard do you want to explain what masters of undeath is so masters of undeath seems to be a special rule fall into the broader category of undead usually created for the animated corpses of the freshly deceased players brought back to the game by athletically inclined necromancers such teams don't always operate like their more vital counterparts. So your head coach on this team is replaced by Necromancer. And once again, you can raise the dead. 
If a player on the opposing team with a strength characteristic of 4 or less that does not have regen or stun teat, and they fail a Kaz result of 15 or 16, so dead dead, and they, and they can't be saved by their own team's apothecary, a new rookie zombie lineman player can be immediately placed in the reserve box of the team's dugout that has Masters of the Undeath rule. This may cause you to have more than 16 players for the remainder of that game. And during step four of the post-game sequence, you may recruit that permanent that player permanently for free if you have less than 16, team, uh, 16 players on your team list. Otherwise, they're lost. The player's full value still counts towards the team value. You just get to hire them for free. Additionally, a necromancer can also argue the call, just like a regular head coach, for when a player is sent off, as long as you haven't been sent off yourselves. So I think that's a, an amazing rule of getting fr- a way to get free players without having to spend. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's only a zombie, but it's a free player, which is always a nice way to build up bench by stealing your opponent's players. Yeah, it's not a given, but it's a nice little twist in the game it is it is if you're lucky enough to dead dead a player you can rub salt in the wound can't you by going oh was that your favorite blitzer he's now a lineman it's a a nice rule and we know that in the spike there's going to be a personalized mage and hopefully they will be a specialized ref and staff as well because we like we pointed out last time when we were looking into inducements, GWR hinted that there's going to be refs and staff that's going to be specialised to different teams. So we are just uh, rambling on now. So shall we look at the team roster? I think we shall. Do you uh, do you want to take your pick on where you want to start with these? I'll start with the zombie lineman then. Zombie lineman, he's going to be 0 to 16 players. At a cost of 40,000 gold pieces. The poor guy has got a movement of 4. So he isn't the fastest on the team. But he is sturdy. With a strength 3. Agility 4. He doesn't have a passing ability. And because it's a a passing ability dash. There's no way that you can upgrade it. And he has an army value of 9+. Skill he has is regeneration. Which will hopefully keep him off the dead dead pile. And he has access to skills. The primary is his general. Secondary is agility and strength. So he has no access to passing. Beard. What I thought with this guy. He is going to be your. Well he's going to be a front line. He's going to be the cushion. To protect your other players. So I thought. Fend will keep him will keep him upright. Pro. In case you have a very bad tackle. And then tackle and wrestle would be good as primary skills. But secondary, I thought I could turn him into a little cheeky charpy with sidestep, diving tackle, thick skull, and brawler. So it makes him that a little bit more durable on the pitch. What did you go with with you a zombie line man? Well, I've 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 gone with a couple of different skill ups. My first one I went with was wrestle guard. So like you say, he's going to be up there on your front line to start off with on your line of scrimmage. So guard is always helpful while, while you're up there. Again, wrestle. If you get both down, you might as well go bo- both go down, but you've got a chance of uh, of injuring your opponent. And I've gone fend. I've also um, I've also gone dirty player as well, because I figured if there's any way you're going to put it on, on this team, it's going to be on a 40,000 gold zombie. It's not going to be on one of your more expensive pieces that already has much more useful skills starting off with so was that your primaries and your secondaries together my friend it was indeed so beard that's the end of the zombie line man why don't you take us down the road of a ghoul runner my friend of course so ghoul runners you can have zero to two in your team seventy-five thousand gold pieces uh movement seven so they're up there with some of your fastest players on the team Again, strength three, agility three plus. Uh, these are one of only two passing ability players within the team, a passing ability of four plus. Armor value eight. They come with inbuilt dodge. Their primaries are agility and general, and their secondaries are passing and strength. So with my goal runners, I went with um, safe pair of hands and sidestep for my first one, and I went with sure hands and fend for my second one. Nice. So I. Very I nice. I figure these guys. I'm not going to use my wolves as as ball players. My wolves, given their skills when we come onto them, are going to be more ball sackers. My ghouls are going to be in and around the wolves, 
waiting for the wolf to drop the player goes and then pick the ball up and get out of dodge. So right. I want them I want them to be able to pick that ball up and get away with it. Oh, that's a good idea that is, but I kind of went down a similar route really because I turned my goals into runners slash passers. So they would be classed as the main throwers in my uh, team. I think that's fair. Here we go. What I done was with my gold runner primaries that I thought would have been interesting. Fend, because you want to protect this guy because he's the only one that doesn't have regeneration. Kick, sure hands, catch, sidestep and jump up because I like my jump up, especially if you're a movement seven and you know once you've gone up off the ground, you're going to move that distance. That's a lovely distance to run. It is. Secondaries, I said accurate, running pass, so he can pass the ball, and if he's got any movement left, he can back up his uh, teammates. Safe pass, thick skull, and cannon here. So if you've got to make a long pass, it will help you know, get it down the pitch, not having to roll a six plus all the time. I th- I think that's perfectly fair. I do like those uh, those skills, Jay. You can you can see where you're going with those. What I was thinking with this is, like you said, these other players have got different jobs to do in the team. But your goal runner, yeah, he's got the movement, he's got dodge, but he's he's not as bashy as say your wolf or your flesh golem. You don't want him to be in the mix as much. You get like, don't get me wrong, he can support, but I wouldn't want him to be there for him to be a target. Especially like I said, he's the only player that doesn't have regen. You've got to protect him that little bit so if you're going to protect him i thought why don't i make a thrower i think that's fair that's a that's a very good shout that i have them now and again do you want to talk us through the next on the list the rifts yes spooky boys these are the brand new position that's on the place now and now so these used to be whites so zero to two rates they're 95,000 each. They're movement 6, strength 3, agility 3+, plus, no passing, and they're a 9 plus armor value. Skills they have are block, foul appearance, no hands, regeneration, and sidestep. So they come packed with a lot of skills. The primaries are general and strength, and the secondaries are agility. So when we look at the Wraith, he's got an average movement, his average strength. No hands means he's not going to be in the mix for getting the ball to the character so obvious position for this guy is he's going to be your official blitzer so let's make him annoying or you know quite hitty my primary skills strip ball to make him an annoyance tackle frenzy brawler juggernaut and mighty blow that's the hitty part and secondaries again i go with jump up sprint and sure feet to give him the extra movement and you could put sneaky get on this guy beard how would you tackle the wraith so i i, I had a look at the skills on this one because I was, I was struggling to see how i would play this position no hands and then i looked there's three skills on there for me that tell me exactly where i'm going to put him on the pitch foul appearance sidestep and block so sidestep he's now he's not going to be surfed unless there's five players around him on the edge of the pitch so i'm going to have these race down the side of the pitch so with that what i've gone with is fend and tackle because like yourself i'm thinking he's going to be a dedicated blitzer uh with block and tackle on there sidestep he's going where you want him to go but my secondary skills i went with juggernaut if you both roll a block push other players off the pitch while you're down that down the sides uh, and like yourself i've gone with mighty blow so block mighty blow um for mighty blow for for making it easier to cast players to get the star player points to level up for other skills so i think we were both thinking along the same lines of he's going to be a dedicated blitzer but i was looking at the side steps he's not going to be surfed it's going to take a hell of an effort to get him off the pitch so i was thinking have him down the sides of the pitch what do you think to that yeah, i think that's a good shout that is my friend it's like i think because it's the only difference that i can see between our two positionals is i he looked at mine and I can see that he was strength three. So to combat that, I know he's got block, but that's why I chucked in Brawler because if you've got a both down, you can re-roll our dice. So you've got a good chance that it's always going to be in your favour. And it is one dice. I think it's going to be hard to knock him down if you if you combo block and brawler together early on i'm not going to say this is definite throughout the whole edition perhaps it'll be something else that would be amazing but i think block and brawler put together is going to be a good combination foul appearance people have got to think twice about how they're going to handle that player because that can mess up your game if uh, players are refusing to go anywhere near him but yeah no hands that tells you straight away he's got to be a blitzer there's no yeah. way he's going to be up the pitch. Yeah, totally agree. All right, so we've, you can tell us about the Weymouth, my friend. So, Wells, again, 
zero to two. And these are your most expensive players at 125,000 gold pieces. Uh, they're also your fastest with movement eight. Uh, strength three again, agility three. Uh, your second player that has a passing ability, and that's again a four. Uh, a nine up armor. So there's a lot of high armor in this team uh, of nines and tens almost all the way across the board, apart from your ghoul runners. Inbuilt skills, they have claws, frenzy, and regen again. Your primaries are agility and general. Your secondaries are passing and strength. Now, with my werewolf, again, I'm thinking he's got a passing ability, but then he's also got claws and frenzy. So I'm sat there thinking, am I going to play him as a ball carrier or am I going to play him as a ball sacker? And I'm thinking he's going to be one of my dedicated blitzers. So I went with strip ball and fend as my first skills and my secondaries i went with dauntless or juggernaut i think in uh, juggernaut again you have your werewolves and your your race teaming up down the sides of the pitch to try and get players off the pitch and again dauntless because you got the frenzy you can have two stabs at higher strength players in putting them down again with the claws assisting with armor breaks i think two stabs at a higher strength player i don't think is a bad thing i think that's what the frenzy's getting at there frenzy claw combo so i thought well why not add dauntless to make it easier to hit those bigger guys and fend if you don't get knocked down when they when they punch you back what did you go with in the end i went jump up sprint and show feet because i thought being the fastest player you don't want to hinder his movement so jump up is going to keep him at movement eight sprint and show feet that's the possibility of re-rolling this guy up to 11. That's a good chunk of the pitch he's covered. I thought this may, this may give him a threat because you've got to keep an eye on the speed of that guy. I also went with Brawler, Juggernaut and Mighty Blow because, again, he's going to want to hit hard because, like you said, he's got claws and frenzy. Brawler can help, Juggernaut can help, depending on who he's hitting. Also said Leader because... A 9 plus is hard to get through. That's why I thought they would be a good player to have leader on. Accurate, sure hands, pro and dauntless. I've gone very similar to how you've gone. But what I thought would give these guys an edge, is especially if you're pairing up with ghoul runners, is fumble ruski. So you replace the ball before he goes in for a blitz, yep. giving your ghoul runner the chance to pick it up and run off with it. So you've given yourself that opportunity. And if especially if you've got that with sprint and sure feet, you could, ta- you could blitz a player take him down next round if nobody's come to cover that player he's moving level he's catching back up with the uh, goal runner then isn't he so it could be interesting for keeping a presence on the pitch i thought because he can double duty i think that's fair that's that's some very good shouts with those uh those skill ups and you do know we, we're saying oh, i think that's a good shout i thought of it this way and there's going to be somebody that's going to email us in going guys you have got a fucking clue absolutely oh, and i hope they uh tell us how they would do it as well if if they want to do that What's the uh, email address, buddy? The email address is tier3podcast at outlook.com. Goodbye. And where else can they find us? Uh, they can find us on Twitter. They can find us on Instagram and Facebook. Just look up tier3podcast. We, on our personal Instagrams, have also had a bit of a rebrand as well. Uh, so I'm now tier3beard. Uh, you can find me on there. I have lots of hobby photos that I actually need to get around to putting on there. So at the minute, it's hobbyless, but it won't be for very long. Uh, what's your uh, what's your instagram handle if people want to follow you on there as well the original the profile that it needs no introduction tier 3j i told you it was original didn't i you did you did you'd think we'd almost all planned all this but no we would we would like to hear what, what you'd like to what you'd do with these skills because i see a lot of undead playing i see a lot of people debating take wolves no wolves debating how many zombies you need so we'd love to hear your thoughts on this i was gonna say rather than you carry on and you take us down this dark path of self-promotion i'm going to finish off the team roster with uh, the flesh golems so flesh golems you could take them zero to two they cost one hundred and fifteen thousand gold so they're a little bit cheaper than werewolves but I doubt they're as useful personally they are a movement of 4 strength of 4 agility 4 no passing ability armor value 10 plus skills are regeneration stand firm and thick skull so they're a poor man's tree man so we got primary skills of general and strength secondary of agility and let's change it up a bit beard tell us what skills you have taken so my flesh columns 
because they're going to be slow moving, I'm probably going to have them on my uh, line of scrimmage. Again, with them having stand firm and thick skull, they're going to be hard to shift. So I went with my primaries of tackle and brawler. And for my secondaries, the one that stuck out for me, and that was guard. That was the only one I went for, guard. And I've circled that, guard, on my flesh columns. Because for me, my flesh columns and my zombies are going to be my front line, line of scrimmage. Whereas all my faster moving stuff is going to be either on the flanks or behind, ready to get the ball or move around forward into the opposition half so i want them on that front line and i want them firm staying there or i want them putting stuff down what did you go with right well i thought with my flesh columns they are going to want to be in the thick of it really so mighty blow grab i thought would be different tackle dauntless guard because they strength four i doubt they're going to get themselves into problem with the next skill of frenzy i think that's a good shout i think that's a really good idea when you consider you've, you've got thick skull you've got the higher strength you've got the higher arm why not go in with Frenzy? And then to round him off, because he is a slow bastard, I thought only thing on the secondary that's worth taking is Jumper. Yeah. He's not going to be able to do a lot more because a lot of that is like passing. And now that we've got the roster out of the way, we are going to quickly think of a team that we would run in the league. So we've decided, as usual, it's going to be 1 million gold pieces. And there's no star players, but we can choose an inducement for our first game or we can just we could divvy it up however we want but this time we're going to try and give our team value as well that we start off the league with so beard okay so we've done a few teams now and you know i like to start with bench i've gone the opposite way i've got no bench whatsoever in my first game so i've gone with two golems i've gone with two ghouls two wraiths one wolf and four zombies so i have something of everything rather than leaving things out that gives me exactly 11 players so i have no bench to start off with i have bought two re-rolls and that has put me at 995,000 gold pieces. So I'm 5,000 short of emptying my entire treasury. And my thinking with this is I've brought everything I can in terms of flash golems, race and goal runners. I've never been a massive lover of wolves because I've seen a lot of people debating them. So I'd, I'd want to start with the one, see how I got on with it. If I lost it, it's 125,000 gold for inducements. If it turns out that I get on with it really, really well, I can either induce one later on if other, other teams are higher TV or I can purchase one. But I'm thinking no bench because of Masters of Undeath rule. I am hoping that pick up a win within my first game uh, or two, and that's a 50% chance in one of those games of picking up 40,000 gold to buy a zombie. And I'm hoping in my first two games to have killed a player under strength four. So thus within two games, having a two-man bench that has only cost me 40,000 gold. So I'll have buy and get one free on zombie lineman bench. Or depending on where I am with winnings in those first two games, I could be most of the way there to buying a werewolf. I'm not bringing a mortuary assistant as yet again that'll see i'll see where i am with inducements on that i just want to bring something of everything to give it all a go and see what happens what do you think to that i think that's pretty well rounded my friend what did you go with with your uh, one million gold pieces league starting list well i've gone a little bit different to you i've gone five zombies two werewolves two wraiths two goal runners i thought considering the average speed on this team a flesh golem even though he's a hard hitter perhaps he's something i could pick up mid-league because i too didn't think of having a bench because i thought if i'm lucky enough to put somebody down and dead dead them masters of undeath is going to possibly fill a position on the bench every two or three games after the, those players i've decided if on two re-rolls and a mortuary assistant and i think that leaves me about 990 team value only 5000 under what i spent yes so like i said it's probably not the best starting team but i put in the value in the speed of my team you've got strength of three across the board which is nothing to joke about as long as you are two people together you know you've made sure that you've got at least four pass passing players on the on the field then i know so absolutely it does help a bit but yes i saw value in the mortuary assistant because that boy is there to save my ghoul runners i know you were werewolves but like we said they they fill out a slightly different role in the ghoul runners i think that's fair that's a fair list i think these guys are probably going to see some action early doors i think if you've got new players coming in they possibly could be a good starter because they have a abundance of skills but it's going to take time to play them right what about you bud i agree when you consider you've got basically skills like dodge block you've got sidestep you've got close you've got frenzy stand firm thick skull you've got 
enough skills there apart from passing skills to learn most aspects of how to play this game offensively and defensively when it comes to tackling and positioning I, I, I think it's a great team to start with again as you said for me it's just more the aesthetics than anything that, that puts me off playing them that's not to say that I wouldn't try other third party teams out there so I think we've covered everything we want to on the Necromantic Horror team I think you're right I think we have what we're going to do now is probably piss off a lot of people now because we're still talking about the next edition is our end of the show show is going to be us talking about the inside of the new box set so when we come back after the break we're going to start chatting boxing and we're back guys this is the end of the show show and we are going to discuss this time the blood bowl second edition box that's going to be appearing soon so before we get into that before we get into that beard will you remind people how they can get in contact with the show so you can get in touch with us through social media so you've got facebook instagram and twitter just look up tier three podcast you've got our personal instagrams which will be linked to the page tier three beard and tier three j you can drop us an email through tier three podcast at outlook.com so if you've got rosters you want us to run by if you have suggestions for future episodes what teams you'd like to hear if you want us to have a look at a kickstarter and you want us to talk through what our thoughts are a hobby page out there or something like that you want us to to, to give a push drop us a line again don't forget team j team beard who's run the better necro team and don't forget to tell us what your thoughts are on the team as well what you would build damn straight and remember guys if you don't don't say team j you're voting wrong but what i'm going to say now is the next episode i think we're going to have a more relaxed show for the last po- uh, podcast episode of the year because that would be podcast episode eight and i can't believe we're this far in already so we are going to be talking about this year so far when it comes to the podcast we're going to have a little bit of a ramble but if you guys want to get involved and you want questions to ask us it doesn't even have to be a blood bowl it could be something random more random the better we can do that so get in contact is basically what i'm trying to say absolutely no we've we've waffled about the new rules we've waffled about new skills how we build copies we haven't actually talked box set yet and that's what we're going to do now we're going to talk you through what's in that box set what we like what we don't like whether we think it's value for money well i want to start with the comment on value for money we still don't know what the price is on this one but i'm willing to make a guess on it what what's your, where are you putting your money at that right well shall we have a little chat about what's in the box first and then yeah. i'm gonna put my guess forward then in this new edition box we have got two complete teams. So that's a complete team of Black Oaks and a complete Imperial Nobility team, which I believe you counted earlier, Beard, and you said there was like 13... Nope, sorry. Uh, 12 normal players, one big guy and one star player per team. So a fo- total of 14 for each team. Like you said, there's a big guy each, so there's a troll and an ogre, and we've got two new renditions of existing star players so we've got the imperial nobility's version of griff and varag gulchua which i'm going to be honest now varag gulchua looks hell of a lot lot better in this model than he did previously i totally agree and i can easily see the gulchua model being picked up by players of aos and 40k because i can see a lot of orc conversion potential there to be honest with you same with the whole black orcs team because of the, the way the armor is on the players yeah oh yeah you could easily model them with choppers or shooters or even go down the iron jaws route but what's your opinions on griff overworld do you like this new model or do you prefer the old model i liked the old model because it fit the human team aesthetic i'm not a big fan of all these feathers on the models on the the helmets i think they're going to be quite brittle in terms of transport and picking them up laying them down flipping them over prone and stunned i get what they've tried to do and they do look great as aesthetically they look great i love the fact that there's a couple of what look like blockers or blitzers are uh should we say my figure in there short and round i'm bouncing on the ground he's a fling <laughs> they're not i might be a fling but they're not flings but the the whole team looks great you know the way that they've painted him up in the sort of deep magenta and white but i just think those feathers are going to be very very brittle so for me the griff actually it, it fits 
the aesthetic they've gone for, but it's not the Griff we know and love. You know, they've kept yeah. the medals, they've kept the the feathered wings on the helmet, but it's not the Griff we know and love. And I just I just think it's going to take a little bit of time of getting used to. He does stand out as a star player. You can easily spot him amongst the team. You could paint him ever so slightly different to make him stand out a bit more. But I I I do like the model. I I don't think it's as dynamic in terms of movement. I think there's a few players on this human team that are quite static looking. They look like they're just sort of stood there rather than actually playing Blood Bowl. Whereas I, I do like very dynamic poses. So for instance, the Lizard Men team look very, very dynamic. Whereas these, I just think some of them look a bit too static. Same with Griff. He looks more like, doesn't look like he's star player in the middle of a game. He looks like he's just stood there admiring his medals. He looks like he could be like part of the team in general, doesn't he? And yeah. Like, like you were saying, is he want a star player that looks slightly different? That he yeah. doesn't look like he fits too well into it? Yeah. I, my hope is that GW sells the two models side by side because I think there's a lot of people who would prefer older Griff to this Griff because yeah. he's been opened up now to dwarves, flings and I think old words alliance. But in any of those teams, could you imagine him looking like he does in this box? No. Uh, or would you prefer him looking like the other model? Well, that's the thing. The older model looked like it could have walked into any of those teams. And the older model exactly. is no longer on sale through Forge World. No! So he's already gone. Damn you, Forge World, you bastard. No more old Griff Oberwald, sadly. So if you're after the old Griff, you're not going to get him unless you get him second hand or you go third party. And I agree. I think he he's dressed up too much for this team than he hit than he is available for all teams and you find that a lot with the Forge World star players that are open to various teams they don't look like they like Helmet Wolf for instance he looks like he could fit Norse he looks like he could fit humans yeah whereas this Griff he looks indentured into the human ability team and that's it the other thing I don't like and it's the most mu- it's the most mundane thing is the fact that he's got that fact of an eagle mid game he's calling down a fucking eagle to come I don't know and waxes fucking medals or something I think for as awesome as Varag Tua looks Griff looks worse yes I agree I think for me Varag could go into any orc team that you make for this moving on from that they've also said they've got plastic balls in there they've got the rulers the dice uh, you'll get your own little hardback book you get your little cheat sheets but then they trying to make a big thing about the double-sided pitch and dugouts again so you've got one grass one astro granite yep so it's a little it's a little callback to i think it's the second blood bowl box release in the it 90s. is yep so it's a it's a little call out to them so i'm kind of hoping in the book that they will say that there's astro granite rules and then last but not least you get two brand new referees which is a elf and a dwarf. Beard, what do you think of these then? I'm more of a fan of the elf as a referee and the dwarf as a coach. That's If I was to buy the box set and just keep the whole box set myself, that's what I'd be doing with those models. Again, I think these look great. I think the elf has been quite dynamically posed as if he's just booked and sent off a, a big guy. He's staring up at them, looking like he's trying not to shit himself as a troll is about to eat him whereas the dwarf referee looks either like he's trying to sort of give everybody the finger pointing guns or he looks like he's trying to talk into a walkie-talkie whilst carrying a massive book which doesn't quite look right for me for a referee he's got what one two three four books on there it just doesn't look right doesn't i don't know there's something off for that model for me see now i'm the other way around i like the dwarf because he looks like say there's a massive ruck and he's got down low to look in the ruck to see who he's going to send off mm, i can see that he looks like he's supposed to be in the middle of the action like running around with them on the pitch and the book on the back you can either say that's book of grudges of players he've sent off or you could say that's the rule book and we all know dwarves love the books but i'm torn about the elf see because to me the elf looks very old-fashioned it doesn't look like a re- even though he is a recent sculpt He's a brand new scalp. He looks like something they would have modelled early 2000s. Mm. So that's that's a little kicker for me. He looks he looks too much of an older model. It could be it could be just the way they painted him as well. It probably doesn't help. Yeah. But my first impressions are I would rather use the dwarf and perhaps turn the elf into a coach. But I'm oh my kidding. I'm just going to have them. I've got a fling in a box upstairs as well. So he will be the third ref. 
as well. So I've got enough refs now to be able to bribe anybody. And I think that's everything in our box. So you've got two complete teams, two star players, two referees. That's a lot of plastic just to begin with. And then between your measuring sticks, you've got your dice, your big rule book, your pitch and dugouts, and the extra plastic for the spiky balls, which I'll never use because I've got my uh, markers from uh, Charlie Victor. So, Biet, what do you think about that box set as a whole? As a whole, I like it. I think it's a great box set because uh, you've got everything in there. You've got the teams, you've got the positionals, you've got a big guy each, you've got a star player each. You can effectively run a league out of that box set if you wanted to you could split this with your mate if you pay if you were looking to get into blood bowl that is a fair way of doing it like you know you can say here's your here's your team here's your star player here's a ref and it's the same for the other team and it's just it's just an amazing spread there's a lot of plastic in there so to me this is probably the best box set that has come out of 2020 personally perhaps i'm being a little bit uh, biased on that but i think this is blood bowls version of the indominus box i think you're right i think this this is going to be a great box set for getting people into it yeah what do you reckon the price is going to be on this box i think it's going to be about 120 quid you reckon 120 do yeah 120 130 quid i think oh see i'm gonna come in just under that because the 2016 box was 70 pound mm-hmm. if i remember rightly and i think I, pay, I remember paying in firestorm 65 pound for it so it's a bit more in this box i'm gonna go with 100 to 110 that's my that's my thing it's, i think this is good they're gonna try and keep this as a good value because this is a complete redo of blood bowl really how they've set it up it's not just a continuation it's a redo yeah and normally when there's brand new additions they're really good value this is where they've listened split the difference and gone 115 well one can hope can't they because then when you go to firestorm and use our affiliate link you will be getting a saving and we get a little bit of a saving from that as well absolutely i gotta use them because we haven't mentioned them yet so thank you again to firestorm for the affiliate link they will be down below but yeah guys get on it there's nothing extra coming out of your pocket by using the affiliate link if anything we are taking more money from firestorm because they put it in our coffers and allowing us to give it back to you guys as prizes absolutely i think that's everything now yeah i think it is i think we've covered everything for this month if you've got any questions send them in whether it's on facebook it's on instagram whether it's by email yeah we'll see you next time guys i hope you enjoyed on behalf of beard and me i want to say thank you guys for listening so beard are you gonna say goodbye goodbye for now he has been the man the myth the gravy stain beard And I have been the host that needs no introduction. So remember, guys, Tier 1 is for winners. Tier 2 is for players. But legends are born in Tier 3. Good night, guys.